Hello, welcome to Moving Iron Podcast After the Bell with Chip Nellinger. And I'm joined here with uh, Regina Nardis as well. So this is going to be the best one yet, Chip. We're going to have more views <laughs> than ever. It. It's going to go off the charts. All right, buddy. So beans got beat up a little day, a little bit today. It looked like corn kind of got kicked around a little bit too. So what did you see happening out there today? Yeah, you know, I think there's still just uh, a lot of concern in the bean market on uh, the lack of progress from the Chinese trade negotiations. Um, the funds uh, have a big long position built up, uh, somewhere around 180, 190,000 contracts of beans. And now they're, uh, despite getting a little bit of bullish news yesterday from that crop report, uh, the bean market couldn't do much with that. And so you're seeing some of these funds and, and speculators run to the sidelines, get out of some of their long positions, cause a lot of selling. You know, for the week, we closed right down near the lows. Uh, for the week, down uh, 24 cents. Uh, for the weekly close and uh, not a great not a great close at all so that would without any other news that would just lead you to believe that there's going to be some uh, additional momentum to the downside here but uh, as I mentioned you know next week we're supposed to have the next round of talks um, I think the, the second in command of, uh, of China is coming to Washington to talk to President Trump to try to get uh, some negotiations and a some sort of a, a resolution to this uh, Chinese trade issue. So by the middle or end of next week, I think that's supposed to be Wednesday that happens. By the middle to end of next week, this market again is going to be subject to whipsawing all over with tweets and news. And uh, is it real news? Is it fake news? That whole story that we've gone through the last couple of weeks. So I would suspect, uh, you know, Wednesday on next week, it's going to get pretty choppy and volatile in the bean market. Yeah. So what did you see happening? Like how, how did the, how did, the corn was down today. I was kind of expecting after yesterday's news that it would be kind of up a little bit, but it didn't go that way. So, what do you? What was the? What was the drawback from yesterday's report that took corn down a little bit? Yeah, it was. Um, it was a fairly friendly report um, yesterday, and corn uh, will carry out. You know, down quite a bit from expectations. Expected carry out um, for new crop corn is is lower by six seven hundred million bushels, but I think a lot of that was expected. Um, I think part of this, obviously, beans getting beat up uh, this week, spilled over, um, and for the most part, uh, things are off to a pretty good start. They're expecting that we're going to be in the in the low 60% complete range with planting on Monday afternoon's report. So that's just a couple percentage points off of average. There's still some slow spots uh, in areas, uh, particularly Minnesota, Wisconsin. Uh, but the good news is that they're um, going to be a little bit limited on rain. They pushed some of the rain out of their forecast and pushed it down to the areas that have completed planning. So the weather right now is off to uh, is a little bit bearish. So I think that pressured us. And, um, you know, seasonally this time of year, it's hard for the corn market to rally anyway, unless there is a major planting delay or something like that. Uh, you, you get corn up and out of the ground until it's about you know waist high it's really hard to make a case that you're hurting the crop and um, so that seasonally we'd see normally um you know eight years out of ten seven years out of ten you'd see some pressure in the corn market this time of year anyway late may into the first week or 10 days of june think that's probably what you're you're going to see that doesn't mean we're going to drop 30 cents out of corn but it, it might for a couple weeks here have a little more downside and, and sell off easier than it rallies. Um, so what happened with the cattle market today and how'd they finish for the week? 
Uh, cattle market, um, again, choppy. It's just crazy, right? We try to sell this market off every day in, in cattle. They can't get it done. The biggest thing here, we've talked about this, the cash market is, I don't know, depending on where it trades today, I haven't had much news as far as cash trade goes today yet, uh, but $16, $18 above where the June futures are in cattle. So that finds the buying on the brakes and, and we're running out of time. We've got six weeks or so um, to kind of converge the cash and the futures. But until the cash market drops, you know, the path of least resistance is higher in cattle. So for the week, um, June cattle up 175, pretty decent week, still way, way under where the cash market is. And um, I would expect that going forward, we're still very choppy. There seems to be a lot of selling interest on any type of rally. Uh, we closed the week uh, just, just under 108. You probably could argue that June cattle, um, especially if cash stabilizes here, even if it sells off a little bit, that the June live cattle uh, probably you could argue go up to 110, 111, something like that. And that might drag the deferred cattle with it a little bit, kicking and screaming. Uh, hogs, crazy week too. Closed hog market up uh, a buck 30 on the week, but it was about two and a half dollars off the off the highs for the week. So a crazy day. Uh, Wednesday, uh, hogs were up 220. Yesterday, just kind of a flat day. Today, they beat them up, took it all, took all of Wednesday's gains away. So, still closed higher for the week, but uh, not a real great close relative to where we were two days ago in the hog market. So, pretty choppy trade there, uh, all across the board in the livestock sector. Yep. So, let's talk about outside markets a little bit. Um, you know, we've been talked about oil quite a bit here last last few days uh, with the various pressures we're getting out of out of uh iran and so what do you see there and, and how's that look i had a little setback in the oil market today it's down by 80 cents um but we pushed up into i don't know probably close to 40 year highs earlier this week just under 72 dollars a barrel there's still going to be a lot of uncertainty especially now that we got this um, uh, news on pulling out of the iranian nuclear deal and then the tensions between Iran and Israel. So that's kind of a flashpoint, um, probably more so now and going forward than, than it has been. It, it kind of ebbs and flows as far as the, the tensions in that area. So point being, the energy markets, yes, could, could they sell off a little bit? Yeah, but until things quiet down a little bit on that whole Iran, U.S., Israel, Syria front, uh, you're probably going to keep a, a firm underpinning to the energy markets, especially if they break a little bit, you're gonna find a lot of buying interest down there. Uh, stock market had a pretty good week. Uh, the dollar set back a little bit. Um, you know, there wasn't anything that just jumped out this week that, uh, you know, on the financial side that's, that greatly influences the grains, but uh, that always week to week is, a, you know, sometimes you can have news that other than production and weather, financial or political news that will affect the grain marks. Didn't have much of that this week, though. Yeah, okay. Anything next week kind of feels like, to, I'm just based on our conversations we've had so far here in, in this week, is that the first half of the week until we hear something back from China is going to be kind of a wait-and-see type of market? Uh, it will be, and, and then uh, still watching this weather. If yeah. these rains fall uh, in some of these uh, areas, I mean, we, we need a little bit of rain uh, in areas. 
uh, especially on these, um, you know, seed that's in the ground that hasn't uh, emerged yet. So if these rains hit like they're calling and they're decent, particularly across Missouri, Illinois, Indiana, I think that could be seen as a little bit negative. So weather's going to drive things here. Um, planting pace, market's going to watch weather. Uh, Wisconsin and Minnesota can kind of get an open weather window to get some seed in the ground. That would be a, a little bit negative. However, if it goes the other way and they're fighting rain and they're, they're further delayed, that will start having a supportive effect to corn. So weather uh, is, is, you know, the next two, three weeks, are we going to get the rest of the crop in the ground? Um, and in what time frame is going to drive that? And that's going to be all weather. And, uh, and then there may be a little bit of a breather until we get, uh, you know, closer to, uh, to July and figure out, uh, all right, what's, uh, are we getting any hot trends? Are we getting any dry trends? How's pollination uh, weather going to go? And is it going to get, uh, you know, blistering hot or not? So um, plenty, to, plenty to throw at this grain market the next few months. Right on. All right, Chip. Well, I think we've covered it. Anything else you want to throw out there before we shut it down? I don't think so. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll leave it at that. We'll see what uh, Mother Nature and the forecast has in store next week. And uh, that'll be the two big things, the, the weather and the forecast and any news that comes out of this China-U.S. Uh, trade negotiation meetings. Right on. Okay, if guys want to get a hold of you and talk risk management, how would they do that? Uh, just give us a call, 309-550-7213. All right, and Regina, where can they find you at? Uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Right on. You can find Moving Iron Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and SoundCloud. And you can find me on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Moving Iron LLC. So till Monday, Chip, have a good one, and we'll talk to you then. All right, have a good weekend. All right, we'll see you, bud. All right, see you.